three, two, one. The national champion is clad in and big on. orange. Alabama does it. National championship number 18. 13 in all. Absolute perfection. 20, 10, He's got it. In goes. Touchdown Titans. There are no flags on the field. It's a miracle. Tennessee has pulled a miracle. It's the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. A visit with Greg Colley and friends talking about the magical world of sports in Middle Tennessee. Y'all ready for this? And welcome into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joining the studio on this sweltering hot Monday, August 21st, by Big Lou and Coach Mike is on the board. And, uh, fellow, we, we're set up for a week of possible record-breaking heat. Um, just, and, uh, you know, I just – I hope everybody is being extremely cautious and outside um i've said it before and i'll say it again um not only humans but animals pets livestock whatever you've got you need to get out there and get these get these animals and get these people um that are working outside um that live animals that live outside get them some shade get them some water and get them someplace safe because these temperatures with this type of humidity, um, you know, are, are life-threatening. It's rough. Yeah, I, I just came from a trip uh, in central Arkansas, and the highs there, the air highs, the regular highs were 103, 102 and 103 with heat indexes 119 to 120. And I mean, you it's know. drifting, and it's drifting <laughs> this way. So get yeah. ready. It's, I mean, you it's going to be a cooker. Your pets, um, you know, make sure they've got plenty of water and some shade somewhere. If you can bring them inside, bring them inside. Yeah. I mean, and hydrate you know, yourself. This is, <laughs> and hydrate yourself yeah. with water. And uh, we also you know, water hope, and Gatorade or Powerade sports drink of some kind. And of course, but, uh, we did the yeah. game day of the week show uh, with the Murray County in conjunction with the Murray County Public Schools on Friday. Um, the weather, the temperature was not too bad. Definitely I mean, it was, I mean there was a breeze. It was in the high 80s. Get, once kickoff started, it had dropped down into the lower 80s. So it was really a pretty nice night overall, uh, considering it's the middle of August. Here it was, it was getting down to the lower 70s by, by you know the time the game was over. Yeah. yeah. So, nice. But this week is a different story, folks. So if you hear my voice and you've got – you're, you know, you check on your dogs, cats, whatever you've got, animals outside, check on them, make sure they've got plenty of water and a place to get out of the sun sunlight into, into a shaded area because uh, they can't fend for themselves. They depend on you. So help them out, keep them alive, keep them hydrated, keep yourself hydrated. And, and let's coach, you know, you know, football practice this time of year, a lot of them, they might be bringing some guys indoors. Yes, uh, might be might be working in the gym, um, just trying to get in work on formation, snap counts, whatever it is, uh, to get out of the outside and, and into some maybe some AC. Yeah, it's not an ideal practice situation by any stretch of the imagination. You know, we'd much rather be outside when we can. But like you said, when the heat index does get so high. 
uh, you know, we for the safety of the players, we do come indoors. We you know have to make do with what with the situation that you dealt with. And you know, the one thing that you, you kind of keep in mind, everybody everybody around here that we're playing or we're playing against and stuff like that is in the same boat. And so everybody's yeah. having to adjust their schedules. Everybody's having to adjust their practice schedules. And, and, and everybody uh, needs to be careful. And, and be careful. I mean, you know, there's, and, there's so. some rules in place there, too. Yes, it, yes. You have yes. to go into, you know, uh, shells when you're outside if it hits 100 on the index. Yeah. And then uh, you have to go inside if the index hits 105. Yeah, so. one, yeah 105. In Tennessee. It's, a, it's, a, it's so a, cool. a shut down outside and go inside to air conditioning. And if you don't, if your gym is non-air conditioned, like some of the smaller schools and stuff like that, you're not even allowed to practice in there. Unless the temperature is at a certain, you know, certain threshold, right? Right. And so, well, no, uh, no practice is is worse. Uh, a oh no, yeah. A, anybody, a faculty, a coach, or player, right. anybody stroking out of or have or, or developing heat stroke. I've had it yeah. before, and it, it it's not fun at all. And um, yeah. And I'll tell you what: after you have heat stroke, you can get it very easily. easily. Yes. Again, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take that initial amount of heat that gave you heat stroke the first time to get heat stroke again. You can get heat heat stroke again at numerous degrees less than what you got it at the first time. Yeah, I ran into that problem and and caught my first year out of college. I was umpiring and involved in a, summer, in a lot of summer activity type, you know, outside stuff. Randy, I didn't hit heat stroke level. I hit heat prostration is what they call it, and. Um, yeah, I was warned by by the doctor that was caring for me at the time. He said, "You got to monitor this a lot closer." Now says, that you've had, yeah, now, now that, that you've already had, had this, you, you're you're susceptible. So monitor it a lot closer and pay attention to what's going on around you. Well, like I said, um, it got messy last Saturday night. And what Nashville. I understand, it was a thrill though. And um, <laughs> what? the Geodis Park Stadium was packed. The stars were out. Uh, not only in the sky, but they were out in force in the uh, on the field, on the field, oh, as yes. well as sitting in the stands. Uh, a ticket in the worst section of Geodes Park was, from what I hear, five, six, seven hundred dollars oh, wow. a ticket. So, wow! And the lower level tickets were going for six to eight thousand a seat. Um, but let me tell you what, my wife and I went out. Saturday night, we got back home, and I said, "You know, let me let me cut on, let me see what's going on in the soccer match." She goes, "What soccer match?" I said, "Oh man, Nashville's <laughs> playing for the League Cup trophy against Leo Messi and Enter uh, Miami." And I said, "This is a big deal. This would be Nashville's first championship for the city ever." You know the. Of course, the yeah. Titans made in 2000. They came up a couple yards short. Uh, Predators in Predators 2017. In 2017. Yeah. So this is going to be the first big one. I mean, the first really Nashville label trophy. And uh, so I got home, and I've got I've got YouTube uh, streaming on my service, and I pulled up sports and I hit soccer. And it showed Nashville SC enter Miami, so I clicked it. Well, it I just cut it on with about ten minutes to go in the match. It, I mean, this is before the penalty kick, so there was still ten minutes left on the clock, and it was running off, and it was one to one, and it was the 
uh, Spanish channel, the Espanol channel. There you go. <laughs> and so I, got, I just cut got a whole off. new experience there. And didn't I you? was, you know, and, it, I, and I didn't want to. I didn't want to have to go back out and try to change the channel and figure out where they were speaking in the English. So I just left it on the. I left it on the Spanish channel, and these two gentlemen were back and forth. You know, the commentators on the on it's on in vivo, in v e n v i v o channel, and um, of course they were just on and on. Nashville, you know, and every now and then, you know, I could pick, I don't know Spanish. You pick but, out a couple uh, words. Yeah, every now and then, you'd hear Nashville and Leo, Leo Messi. They called him Leo, and. Uh, and so it was, and really, it was extremely exciting. Just I, I kind of tuned in for me, not being a huge soccer fan, at just the right time. You know, you kind of catch the end of the game. It's one to one, right before the penalty kick. Both teams are pushing hard to yeah, get that I mean, last score. And there's a there's a couple of corner kicks that Nashville has right there at the end. They couldn't quite control right there in front of the goal. I mean, there was some stuff going on right there. And then um, the uh, Inter Miami had a had a tremendous chance right at the end of the uh, regulation. Uh, they kicked kicked a long pass to the guy, and he he got he got the ball and was going in just between the the only thing between him and the goal was the goalie. Mm. And he came in from the right side, and he was going to flick it over the top of the as the goalie came towards it. He was just going to flick it up. And then run around and kick it in the goal, right? Well, he flicked it a little too hard and it got away from him. And he winds up running to the left side of the goal and trying to kick it in. And it hits the left post and goes out of bounds. And uh, then, of course, time ran out and it was time for the penalty kicks, which was tremendous. And, it, it, I mean, how many soccer games? I didn't know, I didn't know this, but the goalies kick in the penalty kick after everybody is kicked. The goalies kick a penalty kick against each other, and that's how that's how Inter Miami uh, won. Won the goalie for Inter Miami made his penalty kick. Our goalie or Nashville's goalie uh, got got his block by the the other goalie mm-hmm. on the other team. I didn't know. See that? Yeah, that was a good lesson. Thank you, Drake. Because I have no idea I didn't, about I didn't soccer know either. They went. Um, they went that way. Yeah, either. going back to that that Spanish broadcast. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Sometimes I turn on the Spanish channel when I'm watching, you know, an obscure Thursday NFL? night or Monday yeah. night game on, on you know, Amazon Prime for NFL or uh, ESPN for Monday Night Football. I don't know what it is. Well, I know they Those ca- guys are just so animated Mated. always. Yep. And it's I, so much more exciting to listen to, even though you don't know what they're saying. And they call Derek <laughs> Henry. They hyped up. They El Tractorcito. Yeah, El Tractorcito. <laughs> yes, that's what they call, like, that's what they call uh, Derek Henry. So... So I, you know, I enjoyed listening. I, I, like I said, it was right there at the end of that game, and I just couldn't really pull myself to uh, try to change the channel and figure out because I was afraid I miss it. I might yeah. miss something. Yeah, exactly, or lose it. So I just left it on the uh, in vivo, and uh, really kind of enjoyed it because they were talking. You could you could tell they were talking about Nashville and you know Nashville this Nashville, this. and let's let's be honest, folks. Nashville lost. But they won in so many other big ways. I mean, you know, Nashville. Imagine, imagine the broadcast in Argentina because that's where Messi was born until he moved to Barcelona, Spain. To but play, a lot of those people didn't even know what Nashville youth, was. Professional yeah. youth league in in Barcelona, Spain, and um, they could take care of some medical bills for his family. But 
Then then think about Barcelona, Spain, because it's being broadcast over there too. I guarantee. Oh yeah, without a doubt, probably. Uh, I, I, I probably worldwide. I don't know. I don't. Ha- I don't know what the numbers were on, on the views and, and and how many countries it was it was broadcasted. I don't know, but it was Nashville, Tennessee, for a short period of time this past weekend was the center, the mecca, the axis. Of the soccer world on this planet, really, because that's of one pretty, man, and that's yeah. pretty, and that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's and awesome. Is, there's some accomplishment there. there. There's still some accomplishment in by by finishing in the finals, getting into the finals. Yeah, how long have they been the, a team? Uh, I mean, five, a couple couple years, maybe four or five that. years. But they they did qualify for what's called the Concacaf. I think that's how you that's, say that's it. right. Uh, Concacaf World Tournament. And okay. so, or the North America, it's it's which there basically are 16, the North American. There's only sixteen teams, teams in there, which aren't a lot. And out of North uh, America, yeah. So, uh, you know, we're seeing Nashville SC making strides and it becoming a a uh, not only an MLS power, but to be recognized worldwide as a competitive sure. team, uh, which you know, outside of the World Cup team, is hard. It's hard to do. And you know these MLS owners or these MLS investors are Loving are it. just tickled yes. to death that this is going on. I yeah. mean, it's got to be so awesome. Because man. In, they're until, just they are so pumped up to get this type of recognition to you know, I mean, to uh have had the legitimacy of Leo Messi come to Nashville and, and of course they won. They won to it they won in a shootout. One to one. Yeah. I mean, you know, it didn't like it like they ran roughshod over. No, they, over the they were they were right there with them. Soccer you know, a break here or there, and and Nashville wins that game. So. You know, and I, and, I, and they've been getting like this these past couple of years has been a real recognition booster for this league because, um, you know, up until they've added all these big names to this league, it's kind of like if you look at it as. Uh, you know, somewhere like Barcelona, who's famous for soccer, you know, creating a football league. That's kind of what yeah. MLS has been looked at as uh, America kind of playing a sport that's not native to their country. But now they're getting recognized on a global stage and are up there with those other well, countries that have yeah. been powerhouses for a long time. And, yeah. and the whole idea is being able, will MLS, and as it moves the American Major League Soccer, as it moves forward, and players like the possibly the greatest ever or the greatest considered the greatest right now living uh Lionel Messi is involved with Inter Miami is is that going to bring other european well, great soccer players into the MLS and if that starts to happen yeah started then, then, what, then what's going to happen is is even though even though a sport like say hockey is played worldwide and and you know pretty much everywhere except for the extreme you know uh, caribbeans yeah. or someplace like that but i mean in europe hockey is so so big in finland sweden but you see in russia but you see those players playing in the national hockey league and that makes the national hockey league one of, and the Stanley Which Cup, is the best the, and the Stanley say, Cup, the most coveted trophy yeah, the, in hockey, right? Because yeah, NA, the, well, the NHL is the premier league in hockey. Okay, you know it, it is the worldwide but premier it, league in hockey. But what so I, that's and where what I, they're they're drawing this. What they're hoping is that MLS will eventually kind do of the same throw, thing. morph into that. Now 
they have a tough, you know, soccer has a tough road to hoe because they've already got well, well established European leagues and South American leagues uh, and Central American leagues that they're having to compete against for a lot of these people. But they started making inroads. You know, David Beckham came over uh, years ago, a few years ago, and kind of brought some recognition. Sure. Say, hey, you know, this is and worthy. This is worthy of my time and my money. And it was also a recognition that people were willing to uh, invest some money. You know, in these players. You know, Beckham wasn't going to come over for for cheap. And he he was and, involved in recruiting Messi. Right. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I mean, and he, and, and that's going to start snowballing a little bit as as more money as more investor money comes in, and, and stuff like that. You're going to start seeing more and more because we have the monetary resources to help build uh, this league sure. uh, to 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 a great extent, and eventually become competitive with the Premier League. You know, in, in Europe and, and uh, you know the South American leagues and stuff. Um, so far, our competition has been once every four years. You know, in the we get into the World Cup, and they, even that's been kind of dicey at times. So uh, yeah, I think we're seeing some strides here, and we're seeing some some improvement. We're definitely seeing more interest. NHL is a great model, though. Yeah. Yes. Fantastic model because you think hockey. Uh, you know, most people think Canada, which is where that sport originated, but um, America is the premier yeah. sure, sure place for hockey in the world. Sure, it is, and and, and all the European great European players come from whatever country they're coming from, Eastern Bloc or whatever the deal is. They're coming to play in the National Hockey League. Yeah. Now they mm-hmm. might go back and play for their country or during the oh, Olympics. They, yeah, yeah, they do. But I mean, but I mean to make a living and to support right. their family and to play this, and to play the against the best they're playing the National Hockey League just like MLS owners and 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 soccer fans across the United States are hoping that the MLS will fall into that same category that same uh, you know the same thing as the NHL's doing so okay this is the front porch sports radio hour we're up against our first break uh, we're going to take about 4 minutes for the Four-minute pause for the cause, and uh, we'll be right back. Hang on. Is this the year to get a John Deere compact tractor from TriGreen? Well, you know they're tried and true machines that are built to last. Now's the time to get a compact tractor with 0% for 84-month financing with no money down. When you get a 3025E with a loader for $280 a month, well, that's a price that just won't last long. We also have a 1025R tractor starting at $231 per month or choose $1,500 cash discount. Either one can make your year. Visit TriGreenEquipment.com to learn more. Offerings July 31, 2023. Some restrictions apply. See dealer for details. Hi, I'm Columbia Kiwanis Club member Suzanne Ganser. The Kiwanis Club and Columbia Main Street are partnering to put on a fall fest with a chili cook-off downtown Saturday, September 30th from 3 to 7. Come enjoy the music, taste the chili, or enter the cook-off. Proceeds raised by the Kiwanis go to local kids' charities. For more information or to enter the cook-off, go to the Columbia Kiwanis Facebook page. Come to enjoy the food, kid zone, and music at this family-friendly event. We hope to see you there. This is Coach Traders Golf from Columbia Central High School Football. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. 
Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Are you new to Murray County? We want to welcome you and your family. We are a local residential garbage service, and we want to be your garbage man. We've been around for over 30 years, so we have a reputation. Check us out at garbagemaninc.com or call Mike at 931-540-0919. You could also ask your neighbor. 931-540-0919. Hi, Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. When you think of diamonds, what do you think of? Rare, precious, timeless, sparkles like the sun. They are timeless and nothing like them on earth. Then do you think, where do I buy local to buy the perfect ring? Maybe a diamond pendant or earrings or maybe a new diamond band. Look no further. Tillis Jewelry carries all your diamond and jewelry needs. Stop by and see our wonderful collection. And remember, if you don't know your diamonds, know your jeweler. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090 for all your home comfort needs. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life could be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. This is Trip Stoltz with Columbia Ace Hardware. I love listening to 101.7 WKOM-FM, Columbia, Tennessee.
And welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake, joined in the studio by Big Lou and Coach Mike. And the Titans were victorious this week. So we had one Nashville team that took care of business. Of course, it is preseason. Don't want to blow it up too much. A little glorified scrimmage. but Still technically the first victory of the season. It's technically the first victory of the season. and uh, A win's a win's a win. The, I, 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 I get that. <laughs> I, I totally understand. We're, it. we're no Baltimore Ravens in the preseason yeah. who have now like 25 straight, I believe. Right, and they go into action tonight at Washington. That, that win streak, that 20 20- – Four-game win streak is on the line. Man, I love having football and I, to watch it. And, I t- and, and remember the story I told you about last week about uh, the guy that had the 12-team parlay that hit – Yeah. That had Baltimore yeah. just to, to continue their streak and win their 24th straight preseason game, which they did – and that cat won ninety over ninety three thousand dollars. I can't remember. And I bet he's probably still partying. I, I, I would be. I can't remember what it was, but it, it was it was like a night or two after we had talked about that guy winning the ninety three grand. Uh, that I saw a post where um, a guy missed the last leg of like a ten team parlay, yeah. and it would have paid out about four hundred and fifty thousand dollars. And he had, he put, he only he put had like nine out of ten right, and just yeah. happened to miss the very yeah, last, last leg, leg of yeah. it. And it was a bad beat, I believe, too. Oh man, I tell you what, I'd, I'd lost sleep over that. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, more than sleep, man, yeah. you, I'd lose months of sleep. Well, now and, 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 and with these sports books, with FanDuel and DraftKings, not so much the casino connected. Sports books like BetMGM and WinBet has shut down here in Tennessee now. So the WinBet has now shut Shut down completely. They've pulled out. The governor of Tennessee, uh, in all his wisdom, has now changed the tax format for these sports books. And so now he's taxing the sports books, or Tennessee is taxing the sports books, on their total number of bets taken, not total amount of, of revenue won. So the thing about it is, you know, let's say, Mike, you bet $5,000 in a weekend and you break completely even, okay? And you to bet you bet 50 bets that at 100 apiece and you bet – you break completely even. You don't win any money, obviously, and you don't lose any money. So the sports book, they take the bets, they back the bets, right? Right. But you have a handful of losers, equal amount of losers, and an equal amount of winners. So there's so let's say there's no money that changes hands. Okay. In the old days, according to how Tennessee taxed Bet MGM that handled those bets, Bet MGM would be taxed on how much money they took from you, okay? Right. So if you yeah. lost if you lost five hundred dollars, and MGM that was revenue going to MGM pocket, MGM would pay a, pay a percentage of that to the state of Tennessee. Now MGM, whether they lose money or make money, they, they get taxed on that five thousand dollars that was placed that was placed with them. They get they so get taxed pull. on potential money instead yeah, of real that's, money. That's that's not how you make money as a as a <laughs> yeah. as a sports book. So I mean, you're so so basically, they get MGM, taxed on potential money as opposed to real money. Or MGM's MGM yeah. is is paying out money 
even if they don't make money. Right. And so I'm not sure if that's – I mean, can you stay in business like that? It'd be hard. Mm. Unless you're just killing, unless you're yeah. just, unless so you, you're just killing it. Yeah, there's the other side of, of that is how much of, money are they actually making even beyond you'd have, that. You'd so. have to you'd have to get a lot of people to play some ten ten leg ten leg parlays. I'd, I I'd mean, say, absolutely, and lose, and lose. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, the Titans did not lose at Minnesota uh, this past Saturday night, and you know we are one hundred one point seven in South Central, all over South Central Middle Tennessee. Is the station for Titan football? Yes, we are the place to go. If you want to hear the Titan broadcast, lock this station in and listen. Yes, we will be on. Yes, for Saturday's I think Saturday's game against New England yeah. in Nashville. Now we've been doing some work around the state. We're we're, we're uh, pardon our dust for you know and pardon you know pardon the congestion, but we're making this signal better. And we've had some technical guys in town this week working on our. Uh, transmission and stuff, and we didn't have it on. We didn't have yeah, the preseason game there, on there, this there past Saturday hiccup, night. Yeah, there was a hiccup. There was a hiccup uh, Friday and, and Saturday. So, uh, but moving, yeah, but they're forward. working. They're working through it, and it's one of those things. that's kind of semi expected when you're making the changes we're making, and uh, just bear with us. So, guys, it's going to get. It's going to get better. You, I promise you, if you're listening right now to my voice, every Titans game from here on out will be broadcast on this station right here in South Central Middle Tennessee. Do not have to depend on a on a weak Nashville signal reaching this far down into this area or even south of this uh, bus to the Alabama line. You want to listen to the Titans on the radio. You want to listen to Mike Keith, Coach Mack. You want to listen to the pregame. You tune it into 101.7. We're going to have it. Yeah, but we apologize once again for last Saturday. I know Drake and myself were in the same situation where we didn't know that we weren't going to be on there either. Because <laughs> right. you know we were we, we were promoting that thing last week. Sure, and, yeah. Um, I turned it on at about seven o'clock, right at kickoff, and in, in the truck, it, and um, was unhappy hey, to hear that yeah. I wasn't going to get it. And then, look, you know, the Titans have preseason to get their yes. kinks out and figure and figure That's out exactly and, what and, I was going to say and, and tinker and, and do what they need to do. So. We're using the preseason right now, right now the Tinker with the brand new uh, affiliate for the Titans in South Central Middle Tennessee. This is it, WKOM 101.7. So you guys tune in. We'll have the hiccups worked out by the time we get to the real, to the real game. And hopefully, we're hopefully gonna, this Patriots game. Yeah, yeah, this Patriots game coming up in Nashville at Nissan Field um, this weekend. But uh, let's turn the page back. Or, or forward, I guess. Anyway, just turn the page. Turn the page, and let's let's look at let's look at the Titans and the Vikings, and let's look at some of the guys that uh, uh, were on the field, and not worry about some of the guys that were off the field. There's still starters that, uh, such as Tannehill. Uh, Will Levis was not on the field. He's had a lower body injury. Is that right, Lou, from yes. practice? undisclosed lower body injury, okay. but, but not, Malik, nothing too serious. But Malik Willis was on the field. Yes. And, and he looked good to me. And he looked minus, pretty, yeah. minus one play. One yes. play through a bad pick. He just, he and, just threw, and, he threw it over and the And he himself said it was a bad decision on his part that, you know, he owned it and uh, and said, I've got to – I'm going to learn, you know, watch it on film, see where I – my, where my process was wrong and overall, fix that. overall, a whole lot more yeah. good 
uh, yes. than, than ba- the previous week okay. in Chicago. Well, Malik Willis went 10 for 17, uh, 59%. Let's say 60%. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt and just round it up for a 60% completion rate. 85 yards, one touchdown, one interception, as you guys have talked about. He was sacked twice. Um, so, And 91 rushing yards and a touchdown say, as well. well. There you go. Uh, now, Much better on the running game where he was a lot more decisive, recognized what he had and didn't have, and was able to take off up the field and, and make some gains out of that, which is going to make – you know, if he's in the game, that's going to put pressure on other and defenses. On, and only on about 10 or 11 carries, too, at 91 yeah. yards and touchdown. He was running out there. There you go. Now, uh, I'll tell you who else was running was Julius Chestnut. He sure was. I mean, that guy, 13 carries for 98 yards and a touchdown, and one of them was a 55-yarder. And he also caught the touchdown for Malik Willis. Had a receiving touchdown as well. Okay. Um, how many yards? Over 100? 98. Oh, 13 carries for 98. And Tajay Spears as well. Oh, my gosh. Did y'all see that touchdown? Spears, the one where he jumped over the uh, yeah. the linebacker, I think it was, or yeah. the cornerback. I think it was a, it was was, a safety or oh, corner. It was a okay. DB that was, okay. that was playing up at yeah. kind of a linebacker spot. Spears had seven carries for 57 yards and had a 33-yard touchdown um, for an average of a little over eight yards a carry. Willis averaged just a little over eight yards a carry. He had, was 11 for 91 yards on the on rushing. So, you know, there's some good things that come out of, you know, we're going to have to – I mean, look, every football team, for the most part, in the NFL, of 32 teams, are going to utilize a backup quarterback at some point in time. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I mean, very, very rarely do you ever get to go through I mean, the whole season without using your backup. So and so, you know, it, it you've got to you've got to have somebody that you feel confident in and that you've got waiting in the wings to uh, grab their helmet and run out there and take some snaps. And I think Malik Willis, the light has turned on. Do, do you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean the yeah. the that 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 light bulb that floats above everybody's heads or in everybody's is. You know, when they get something, oh, I understand now. I, I understand. It's what you're amazing about. what an off season can do for you. And the, yeah, the dude is just—he's <laughs> just completely turned the corner to me. He looks like a leader. I mean, he's out there. You can—they had the—they have the camera on the huddle when he's calling the plays, especially at the beginning there. I mean, every single one of those guys is just locked in, yeah. and you can tell he's the captain of that offense when he's out there. Um, and you know, minus the one bad decision. Uh, had a couple drops too, so that completion percentage would have been higher if, um, you know, if he if those drops weren't a, weren't a factor. But um, he played really, really well in my. And opinion. one of the things that uh, has been noted about him uh, is that he uh, he has that that demeanor of somebody who's playing a lot more confidently right now as well. They said, you know, whether he threw an interception or threw a touchdown when you got to, when he got to the sideline, you really couldn't tell by looking at him. And how and he handled that's, himself, and that's that's one of the marks of of a leader. That's right. one of the marks of somebody who's very confident in what they can do and what they can't. You know, they know they know their lines, they know their limits, they know what they can do, and they know how to push the buttons to get done what they need to do. Which is different. They said, you know, last year he kind of had that deer in the headlight look when he got back to the sideline. They said this year he's 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 got that calmness about him, that confidence about him, and like I said, he's in command. Right, uh, and being, of the offense, and uh, you know, really uh, has has stepped up much to the surprise of a lot of people. I, and I'll say, to my surprise, to tell you the truth, sure. 
Sure. Uh, and, and I'm I'm glad to see this happening. Uh, I think it's one of those situations that uh, that takes the pressure off of Levis. And Vrabel. And, and Vrabel, but, <laughs> I mean, but takes the pressure I mean? off of Levis to it, uh, grow up a year. Okay. And to do the, kind of do sure. the same thing. And then sure Tannehill can, you know, whether if they can, if they can get Tannehill's contract redone and restructured and, and, you know, he come back for another year or two, great. If not, it looks like we're, we're, we're kind of getting something pretty solid set up About to, turn the corner. to fill in, to fill in with, with, without him. Yep. All right. Well, the Titans play Friday night. I said okay. Saturday night. I'm sorry. It's Friday night, 7:15, Nissan Field, Nissan Stadium, uh, and and as the Patriots come to town. And this past weekend, and I saw some. You know, it, they the Patriots game. They they called that early, didn't they? Big league. Yes, they called yes. that early because of uh, because pretty, of what looked pretty, to be like yeah. a, a very serious injury. Uh, to a Patriot player. Yeah, a rookie Patriots wide receiver kind of uh, had a head-on collision with either another player or um, I think it might have been the ground, the, the turf yeah. there in Green Bay, um, and was on the ground for like 10 minutes and conscious but not moving, so they just decided to cancel the game. But um, he ended up being all right, even even flew back with the team, got out of the hospital pretty quick, and um, with, with no serious injuries um, – but the Titans did, or the Patriots, canceled the uh, joint practices that were scheduled for this week in Nashville before their game, which is uh, a thing that's happened quite a bit in the past since Vrabel's been here since he's got such a good relationship with Belichick from uh, playing for him. From playing days, yeah. For those eight years back in the early yeah. 2000s. Um, but, yeah, missed opportunity there. But and now uh, still going to have the game on, on Friday night. And we've seen a few already this year in preseason. We've seen it. Twice with two Philadelphia players, where they pulled out the flat board and and, and loaded those guys on, secured their necks. Well, they're they're doing that a lot quicker than they used to, you know. And with, and probably most more, of it's out of more, what they call an abundance of caution. Yeah, they, well, they call it abundance of caution. They have figured out that if they can handle these things a little bit more medically, more aggressively sure. early, then the prognosis gets better right. down the road. But and I, and so, I would like to say that all of all of these type of injuries that have already happened in the preseason, uh, the report is all of these gentlemen have gotten movement back in their extremities, and they're, you know, they're going to be well. they're going to be okay. Right. So, um, all right, we're going up against our second break of the hour. I am Drake, and this is the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour here on one hundred one point seven. Give us about four minutes. We'll be right back. This is Jim Ross, and you are listening to Front Porch Radio, WKOM 101.7, located in Columbia, Tennessee. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. 
I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. We have advertised with WKRM and WKOM for the past several years and found it to be very successful. I highly recommend advertising with them if you have a local business like ours. We're located at 1608 Hatcher Lane here in Columbia. We're open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6 and Saturdays from 8 to 2. Stop by Holland's for all your prescription needs where we have fast, friendly, courteous service. We custom fit support hubs for you also. Thanks for supporting Holland's and WKRM and WKOM. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hey, this is Derek Ransom with Ten Pin Alley, voted number one family entertainment center in Murray County. We offer 32 bowling lanes, giant arcade, laser tag, bumper cars, and a full cafe and bar menu. We also specialize in group events, kids and adult birthday parties, company parties, sports team parties, and holiday parties. We're located at 322 East James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Call us today at 931-381-BOWL or visit us at tenpin.com. Ten Pin Alley, it's where the good times roll. In today's uncertain world, you can never be too careful about your family's financial future. That's why the Parker Group, a part of Baird's Private Wealth Management, is offering a free second opinion on your financial plans. Let us review your current plan, and we will identify any gaps and offer suggestions to improve it. Please call the Parker Group at 931-548-3737. That's 931-548-3737. Robert W. Baird and Company Incorporated does not offer tax or legal advice. This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I want to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. Did you know that 70% of Americans age 65 or older will need some form of long-term care in their lives? And even more frightening, 7 out of 10 people who go into long-term care will become completely impoverished within one year. It doesn't need to be that way. You do not need to go broke in the nursing home. Call Perchowski Estate Law to learn how you can protect your life savings and hard-earned property from the high cost of long-term care. Call me at 931-363-7222. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. 
In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charities, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Coach Devin Simler from Columbia Central Baseball. You are listening to 101.7 WKOM in Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome back into the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I am Drake. It is Monday, August 21st. Correct. So we're less than two weeks away from Tennessee football. Very close to college football. We're less than two weeks away because a week from this coming Saturday will be Tennessee and Virginia and, and Alabama and MTSU. Vanderbilt Hawaii plays this weekend. I was going to say, yeah, there's several com- teams playing this weekend. This coming Saturday, Notre Dame cranks up with their new quarterback in my dark horse for the Heisman, Sam Hartman. 18-1 to 1 odds, I believe, on uh, fan – might be fan duel. I'm not sure. But uh, anyway, let's, let's talk a little Major League Baseball. And it, last year's um, – American League Rookie of the Year was Julio Rodriguez for the Seattle Mariners, okay? Um, Rodriguez had his fourth straight four-hit game on Saturday. Fourth straight – let me repeat that. His fourth straight consecutive four-hit game on Saturday, Rodriguez has set an, a major league baseball record with 17 hits in four games. Uh, that, that'll help your average out a little bit. Folks, that's that's not easy to do. Yeah, that, that's ama- you know <laughs> what's even more amazing is that the average number of bats is just over four right. per game. So he's almost batting a thousand. So, yeah. So he's he's he is putting the ball the bat on the ball. Every time he comes now, to the plate, Rodriguez, which is hard to do. Rodriguez is only is also only the second player in Major League Baseball history with four straight four hit games, joining Milt Stock. Do you remember Milt Stock, Coach? It was back in your day. Well, <laughs> of the nineteen twenty five. Oh, thanks there, Brooklyn Robins. I didn't know there. Was I love a you team. too, Drake. I, I didn't know. <laughs> I, you know I'm just teasing with you, but with the book with the Brooklyn Robins, I didn't know there was a. I didn't. Yeah. I had no ideas. Now the Mariners won Saturday's game ten to three against the Astros with Rodriguez going four for six with two runs and a stolen base, and that's out of the that's out of the leadoff spot where he where he bats. Now, as of August twelfth, Rodriguez was hitting two fifty six. Okay. Uh, with 19 homers and 27 stolen bases, uh, and and that's not that bad considering he was American League MVP. Yeah. And you could spe- probably expect a little. Uh, I mean, American League Rookie of the Year, excuse me, uh, last year. Uh, now, in a span of seven games, Rodriguez and these. This is when he's hitting the in his big streak, his Major League Baseball record streak right here. 
Rodriguez has bumped those numbers up to 270, his average to 278 with 21 homers and 33 bases, stolen bases. Um, he had four hits in the three games preceding that streak. So he had four hits only in three games before he started this streak. So, um, you know, and right now the Mariners currently hold the third American League wild card spot with a half game lead over the Toronto Blue Jays. So Julio Rodriguez has single handedly basically come in here and taken the Seattle Mariners onto his back and gotten them back in the in contention for the playoffs. That's right. That's right. And it's just, it, it's really kind of amazing um, to see one man get that incredibly hot. Um, Let's see what else we've got going on. Tonight, like we said, Baltimore with their incredible preseason streak of twenty we got, we got any money ball picks on? Twenty four games straight. I yes, us, they I go they're at here. Washington against former uh North Carolina uh quarterback Sam Howell. And he's gonna be he's gonna be running the offense for the commanders uh at home against Baltimore. Baltimore's a one and a half point favorite with a thirty seven and a half over under. And the eight ball, my magic eight ball, is come across with taking the commanders at home Uh-oh. against a twenty-four game win streak against against the Baltimore Ravens. I and guess somebody's got to break the streak. They're only getting a point and a half, so the Ravens could win twenty-seven, twenty-six. Their their streak's still intact, you, and and you also win yeah. your bet, right? I mean, yes. you get one and a half. So, and by the way, you had the Eagles. Minus four for last Which week's lost. game against Which lost. Uh, I forgot who it was against. And it t- they tied with the Browns. 18 18. So that was a loss. Um but, but you hit the Carol- over. You hit the over with thirty six points. Okay. And the, the, the line was thirty five and a half. Uh, thirty six. What, what about Carolina? I also didn't I also have Carolina plus the points in that? Did what I didn't write that one down. Uh-huh. I don't think we went over that one. But uh-huh. we'll see if you, if Washington can beat this. Washington tonight. and also the Magic Eight Ball says take the over tonight, over thirty seven and a half, and take the home team. So the home team Commanders plus the points over thirty seven and a half, and you know we'll see what happens. Don't bet, don't bet the house. You know Baltimore hasn't lost a preseason you, game since Barack was in office. If that tells you anything. <laughs> that's that's been a long time. It's been a while. Know, that's been a, a very long time. Uh, I'm trying to see what else is going on in, in the in the sports world. What have you guys got going on? What do we got for oh the uh, Murray County Public Schools and the be in Mount Pleasant this week. Yeah, no the game of the week. The game of the week will be Mount Pleasant versus Spring Hill. It's at Spring, at Spring Hill. It's oh, at, it's at Spring Hill. Yes, okay. it's at yes, Spring at, Hill. At Spring Hill, and our broadcast will start at five thirty. And then uh, Central plays at Dixon. Yep, uh, at seven o'clock they'll be on. WKRM 103.7 and our own Lou and his father uh, Lee will be doing the call. I think Lee does the play-by-play and Lou does the color on that and uh, we're looking forward to that to those games. Uh, Drake, you'll be joining me and Barry Duke. <laughs> and you know, uh, I don't booth. know and I have no idea what I'm doing up there. Yeah. I, you know what I mean? Okay. I, don't, I don't know what we'll, I'm doing we'll up break, there. We'll, we'll break in pretty I'll, quick. I'll, so, I'll, all you got to do is listen to Barry. I'll just be talking about the weather yeah. And, yeah. And, and what the uniforms look like. <laughs> the crowd and, and the you know, crowd. the atmosphere. Yeah. Being yeah. smaller and different. Just, just, yeah, uh, you know. 
Yeah, just right. We we all hang on Barry's coattails anyway. But so I, you know, look, I, I, I and some Titans football because that'll be going yes. on during the game too. Look, I can't be the, the Tony Kornheiser Hauser Heiser <laughs> of, of, of of the game day. Be the, the, game, the, yeah. the Lee Corso of the, the game yeah. of the week. Oh, no, I don't know about all. We that. may throw you in there as the Dennis Mitchell. <laughs> I'll, role, I'll take you know? Lee Corso. I kind of like old Lee. I do too. We may do the Dennis Mitchell. Entertaining is what it is. Yeah, a couple of games this week ended up in ties. You know, preseason they don't play ties anymore. So no uh, overtime. The Browns and the Eagles, like you you just said, ended up in a tie. Bengals Falcons ended up in a tie, Um, and so they don't play overtime, which they probably shouldn't in preseason. I mean, what's the real point, right? Right. It takes too long. It it does. Well, that and and, and there's no use injuries. Right. There's no use the risk there for a game that really you know ultimately does not count on the record does not count towards playoffs and so it's it's really an opportunity for these uh, for these second line players third line players to get an opportunity to show the coaches what they sure. can do and see if they can make you know get into the depth part of the of the roster so yeah there, there's no real reason to risk those guys yeah. in an overtime situation and so we're we're down to three preseason games now, right? It, has yes. it been, was it three last year also? Or did yeah. They, yes. They, 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 last year, the first year they when they did, went to the seventeen game schedule, they backed <laughs> went, off two, three, uh, which I, which makes sense, don't you think? Makes oh, sense. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. a football coach. You could get you could you that's could get a, straightened I mean, out. Even even that, that's twenty games is a lot of games. And you could get and, your team straightened out in three oh, yeah. three glorified. You, you can find games. out what you need to know. In yeah. three games, yeah. rather than you four. can find out what you need to know, and uh, that's that's exactly what these games are for. Because really, and in the old days when you got down to the fourth game, anyway, that you didn't see anybody. No. I mean, it was no, they used even to, believe it or not, they used to play five. They used to play five. <laughs> the, the third one games. used to be kind of like the dress rehearsal, but used it to was, you'd pretty much have your fifty-three man roster pretty much figured out by that fourth week because you had a cut every week so it'd be down to like 60 pips yeah there'd be you'd be playing that fourth and fifth game to decide your last 10 cuts you know trying to decide those things uh i I think it's a at at least on the preseason it's better to have the three you know only three and, and move forward um but uh you know well they didn't ask me so well week one week one the titans start out at the saints and they are Three point underdogs, and the Saints won at at the L.A. Chargers last night. It's a pretty good game. It was entertaining. No. Watched it. Yeah. So it, you know, that's I I don't know. Derek Carr, he's kind of we'll see. He's I think the lights out, or he's or he's throwing interceptions everywhere. I'm not sure. I'd rather have Jameis Winston to be honest with you. Well, he's and Jameis Winston can throw for like I said, 400 yards and four interceptions. So I mean, you know, yeah, I mean. <laughs> He can throw. He can throw for four touchdowns, and he can throw two touchdowns to the other team, and and that just normally doesn't number wise add up quite right. But um, Carr is moving from indoors at the uh, Allegiant Stadium to indoors at the uh, Superdome. Superdome. So we'll see what happens. It could be a good fit for them. I don't know. We'll find out. Okay, we're up against uh, the end of the hour. Can't talk anymore. This has been the Front Porch Sports Radio Hour. I'm Drake. For Big Lou, Coach Mike, we're back on at 4 o'clock on Thursday. We will talk to you then.